0: Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. And welcome back to the second half of Swap Shop on this Friday. Here's a 76 Chevy truck, four wheel drive, needs some work, make an offer. And you can say this for most forklift operators they're professionals. They're proud of their skill on these machines. Ty Webb,
1: Heavy Longmire, Gustav
0: Mateblan. is GLK London transmitting on the short
1: wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a
2: frequency
0: of 250
1: megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
0: Can you hear me?
1: Can you hear me? Come on, then, Plato, enlighten me. And that's how you bake
0: chocolate chip cookies. Sounds good.
1: Well, welcome back to the Can You Hear Me podcast. I'm Gustav Monteblanc.
0: I'm Ty Webb. And I am Heavy Longmire.
1: And we can be found on Twitter at RealGustav,
2: LongmireHeavy, Muzzy74, no you.
1: No you, because yous are no good. And you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find us on the interwebs at canyouhearmepod.com. We have an Instagram account. We have a Tumblr. We might not have a MySpace, though.
0: We've got a storefront. Storefront. How awesome would that be? Brick and mortar, baby.
1: You know, one of those things that I always kind of wished for would be to have an office above the storefront stuff on a square. Yeah. I think that would be cool. I don't want to live there, because I still want to live out in the country, but just to have the place in town that I could go and have, like, a sex room or something. Yeah. Like True Detective <laughs> Season 2. Yeah. You know, something like that. Gotcha. I was thinking the other day about Forklift Talk.
0: Forklift Talk. Okay.
1: So, uh, my father has a forklift he uses it for his business yeah, and he uh, always a wheeler dealer
2: always always
1: and he got a lead on a forklift about four or five miles away, and so he went and purchased said forklift
2: got a hot tip on a forklift got a
1: hot tip on forklift and instead of going and getting <laughs> Oh no, I know where this is going. Going and getting the car hauler. Just sitting in the pasture, you know. Not. Why go to all that trouble? Not like he had to go borrow anything. The trailer's there, the truck to haul it's there. That's burning gas for no reason. Look. He drove the forklift back along the highway. (laughs) Of course he did. Busy highway. A busy highway. Back to the um, Blanc compound. How
2: long did that trip take? I'm
1: not sure. Because I can't remember if my brother was following him with the blinkers on or if, it, or if dad's cohort was. Either way, they were in for the, <laughs> the shenanigans.
0: Oh, <laughs> and Lord.
1: I don't know if you know much about forklifts.
0: I've sp- spent a little bit of time on a forklift.
1: Uh, Driven one. This particular model did not have... Street tires,
0: right? I've <laughs> never known one that did. So
1: these tires were pretty hot. Yeah. By the time, because they're solid, you know, yeah. they're, not, they're not pneumatic. Pretty hot by the time they got that stretch. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he uses it. It goes in and out of the shop, so it's on the gravel and stuff right. all the time, anyway. But it's not meant for driving down one of the busier highways in the nine hundred three area code.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> I thought y'all liked that story.
0: Ah, that uh. True fashion right there. Did
2: anyone get a photo
0: of this? Uh, no.
1: That's what kills me. You know, in this day and age when you've got the easy means to document anything, yeah. why something like that doesn't get captured for eternity? I mean, that would be fodder
2: for the front of the newspaper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How awesome was the uh, the hometown newspaper back in its day? Oh back man. when it was a daily. Back when it was a daily, and you got your citizen of the week picture in there. Yeah.
2: Not only the hometown newspaper, but the hometown uh,
1: radio station. Oh, oh yes, yeah. and the Little swap shop. Uh, swap shop, or in your neck of the woods, it might have been for the other folks out there in the nine hundred three wilderness or the Oklahoma wilderness. Tradio. Tradio. Uh, Trading Post, trade Swap post, shop, any of these up. names, it was all the same. So you had a local DJ taking calls and
0: dealing with pranksters. Oh, yeah. People wanting to sell stuff, trade stuff, Buy or stuff. people looking for stuff.
1: I'm looking for a uh, used washer. Mine has done gone out and uh, not wanting to spend more than $25. Yep. I can pick it up, though. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got one
2: bath towel
1: for sale, used. I remember a uh, a young gentleman one day calling from the field house one morning. hmm Because at the hi- heyday there was wasn't there morning uh, swap More shop and afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So this was on the morning, and they called in said they had some free cats for kittens for sale. Some free kittens. Free for kittens sale. for sale, and true to form. The DJ, all right, well, you got your number. If anybody's looking for some free kittens, call, you know, <laughs> 555 a couple, years ago, I, a
0: couple of years ago, I dialed in to listen and uh, when I was up that away. And evidently, this caller was a regular. You could tell he probably had a mental disability, some right. cognitive functioning dysfunction there. Because the, the DJ recognized his voice gotcha. and all that and he's like, Hey, Mr. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm still looking for uh for some concrete steps. If anybody's got <laughs> any that they're <laughs> wanting to give away, I I need some at my trailer. I don't have any steps. So for
1: our listeners that may not be uh privy to the world of the trailer, you gotta have a way to get up in said trailer. Yeah, right? I yeah. think he was just using like Milk crate. So if, uh, either a deck. Yep. Ideal. And, you know, second would be concrete steps. And then if not, then it's going to be. Cinder blocks, blocks. Cinder blocks. Yeah. And
0: tuba sixes. Yep. Or,
1: uh, like you said, the, the milk crate. I've never seen, uh, if you got creative and maybe you could get some spools. Spools. Of different sizes, yep. maybe. Of
0: different, different heights, But, uh. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a The spool was, man, you don't see those like you used to. No, right? no, uh-huh. it was a big player. Yeah. yeah. Those made awesome picnic tables. Yep. Yep.
2: You I'm surprised that those haven't come back, to as, like, retro decor yeah. more. I'm sure there's know. some
1: hipster in Brooklyn right now selling spools for, like, a $1,000. I
0: guarantee you there's a loft in downtown Dallas with a stool, with a yeah. spool in it. Sure.
2: Those in, like,
1: $300
0: pallets. Yeah. How, how about all this pallet? Palette decor, palette decor, yeah. Which you know, I several years ago got on a kick of gathering up palettes and breaking them down for scrap wood, right? Yeah. That's you know, i, I, I hey,
1: I've, I've, I've got it's good. Scrap I went wood. through a phase
0: in college
1: while you were uh, off in uh, in another direction, mm-hmm. and I was bored without anything else to do because you weren't around. I built. Full uh, shooting stages for cowboy action shooting out of nothing but recycled pallets. Yeah. I had walls and doors and all kinds of saloon Because a lot,
0: a lot of those pallets, you know, you just think it would be junk wood. No, no, that's some good but stuff. But a lot of that's, like, hardwood. You get some right. oak and then you get some uh, uh, jungle hardwoods. Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, top-of-the-line quality. It's what they would consider scrap oak. Right. But it's still oak. So... You know? I don't. Y'all probably didn't notice.
1: I can't remember if y'all went in the main house last time y'all came over to shoot at my parents. But there's a curio cabinet by the back door. It's got a bunch of Santa Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. But (laughs) Papa Monteblanc made that out of scrap pallets of the big type from the uh, factory he used to work at. Oh, okay. Brought home. Cool. But he had to have a planer and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but,
0: But we had that so. Yeah, yeah good stuff some good wood. yeah yeah I remember uh speaking of college days, I remember your dumpster diving days, so oh yeah, you would find some good stuff,
1: yes, yeah, so I had uh more time than I had money, and I wasn't afraid to get dirty, and I want to go on record saying I wasn't dumpster diving for food. I had a job that hill but not above it, I think I had two jobs at the time, maybe even, but uh like I said, I had more time on my hands than I had uh since and you could go around and if I never had found Mrs. Montablanc, I'd probably be a hermit living in this house made of Pilots. reclaimed material. But the found all kinds of furniture and tools and stuff and things I could refurbish. But the biggest score was a, a chalk Mexican piggy bank shaped like a bulldog okay. Cool. sitting on the curb like people put out their big trash mm-hmm. for cleanup. Sitting on the curb, and at the time, actually, I guess I was with Mrs. Montablanc at the time. She was with me. She's like, get that. I don't want that. She's like, no, get that. So I went and picked it up, and it was heavy, and it shook.
0: Whoa. And somebody
1: had put a uh, full piggy bank full of dimes, nickels, and pennies with $115 worth of change in it. Holy shit! Out of the curb. And they had to know it weighed like 30 pounds. Huh. And shook like it was full of change, so
0: loaded Score. it up
1: and yeah, there you go. Uh, Mrs. Monoblanc bought some kind of like necklace or something with it. And there you go. shit. Yeah, but yeah, the dumpster diving. You know, I I still like my favorite hammer and the fact that I have a favorite hammer that's pretty 903. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a framing hammer that you don't see that style head made anymore. Yeah, and I put a new handle on it, and I still use it to this day.
0: Did you make the handle yourself?
1: I did not for that one, but I did make the handle of a hatchet. I so I found a hatchet head. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, a framing hatchet head. Yeah, but I recontoured it to be a more traditional. So it's got the pole hammer head. Right, but then I retool and reshaped the the front of the blade, and I made the handle out of it out of oak. Oh. So, I'm, I've certainly handled my,
0: my handles. Handle your handle.
1: <laughs> um,
0: Keep a handle on it. You got my, a handle on it. My
1: favorite it. nail bag, uh, yeah, my favorite nail bag,
0: nail pouch,
1: that was a leather one that I found in somebody's dumpster. And yeah. Got the old saddle grease out there.
2: And, and where were these dumpsters you were going into?
1: Uh, they were in some of the moderate sized towns. Hmm. So, if you hit the, uh, businesses, different businesses offer different opportunities. Okay? So...
0: Spoken like a true picker.
1: Boy. If you want to... Veteran. If you want to take home some flowers to the lady, hit the florist dumpster. There you go. And you can make bouquets. There you go. If you want This to, sounds
2: like a man who's done this before.
1: Yeah. If you want to maybe get some scrap building material or some conduit pieces, go around you got to be careful. Job sites. Yeah. And you might find stuff there. Or you can get some old Tyvek. Yeah. Make some tarps. Mm,
0: That's so, a good idea. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, just different places. Now, certain places, they either uh, uh, use a compactor on their stuff. So, you know, most big retail places are no good. But your mom and pop places or uh, the best thing, and I just now noticed it today as I was driving by, and it was like my spider sense was tingling. Colleges when it's graduation weekend.
0: Oh,
1: oh, Especially if it's a college where the clientele does not live local. Yeah. They're throwing shit away. Yeah. And you can find all kinds of stuff. I be, I hadn't thought about that. And I saw some dorms being cleaned out today, and I thought, I have to get up tomorrow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been uh, called out somewhere or like, what are you doing? Get away from there. You know.
1: I don't think you have the flowers now one of the things is I always dressed well, I actually kind of dressed like I normally dress in overalls, yeah, no shirt and uh
0: strap hanging down, <laughs> no shoes,
1: <laughs> no worries uh i think if I think if you uh present that you've got your like your bag full of cans, that people are less you know, oh, always just one of those can guys, you know. Instead of just some guy trying to dig out with a hook and stick that he made out of a old S hook and a, some electrical tape, get that
0: good stuff back.
1: <laughs> yeah, <he's> just <laughs> hypothetically. It's hypothetical. Uh, have certainly found porn that got thrown out. Of course. You know, you see all kinds of stuff, but
2: but nobody's think. ever gotten on
1: to you. I don't think anybody's ever gotten on to me because I think that usually that's like, oh yeah, that's just one of those guys picking cans.
0: Yeah.
2: What about somebody who you were infringing on their trash territory?
1: I don't think I ever ran into that. But then again, you know, I don't, I, you don't, I don't live in a world of the homeless shuffling around uh Heavy's car, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, it's pretty
2: wide. stack style.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I guess the bulldog was probably the biggest. But gotten like, you know, you get into like Pinterest type things. You mm-hmm. find old windows Right. I'm not above stopping and picking up uh wood that people have put out.
0: Yeah. Because you're always needing a scrap piece of wood. Yeah. yeah. I mean.
1: And my barn's full of that stuff. But, and I'm talking about, like,
0: like yeah.
1: limbs and stuff, too.
0: Oh, okay. For firewood yeah. and stuff. Yeah. We have any emails?
1: Yeah, we got a couple of emails. Feedback from the very disturbing... Jim talk.
2: Oh yes. oh, yes. So
1: the first one is from our friend. He's still there, by the collaborator. way. Collaborator.
2: Really? Man.
1: It's, Have you gotten pink eye yet? Should I?
2: I think I've. it's permanent now.
1: You may be immune. You know, it's kind of like That's the, true. the fecal transplant people now. Have you ever read about that? No. Our, our gut tract mm-hmm. has different forms of bacteria, good and bad. Right. And often, like if you have uh, have to have antibiotic therapy, it can
0: right kills your gut bacteria. so
1: people do the probiotics and stuff. Right. Well, some people are like, "Hey, <laughs> let's kick this up a notch."
2: Yeah. Let's cut it. Let's let's, let's cut do out the middle. This. We Swallow
1: it. So they swallow pill. a turd pill from somebody that's got the good gut track stuff. Lord, I it's the craziest damn thing I've ever heard. I mean. I get how it is, but this is not 1800 where that's what yeah. I have to stoop to. I'll gladly go to the old uh holistic market and buy the $50 probiotic stuff. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Cuz I know it's not uh, so if it's like you're
0: a really option into than it, than you, don't even, you don't even do it in pill form. You just dig turds out of public toilets and well, munch it, on you them. You know, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that's probably not what anybody does, but eco fecal-
0: <laughs> man
2: if you're really wanting to go old school,
1: I totally got derailed by that. I don't even remember what we're talking about. We're talking about your shit. Yeah. We're oh talking yeah. About emails. That just totally yeah. got me. Sorry, you're your shitty McWatman. Stealing tur being a turd burglar.
0: Turd burglar.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sorry to hear that your guy's still there, and I'm sorry to hear that your gym is shitty. But
2: I'm still hanging in there.
1: From our collaborator, the fake Bailey J. Boys, the gym episode was fantastic. I, myself, am an avid gym-goer. Parentheses, this fake tranny body doesn't make itself, so I feel all your pain. Now, um, fake Bailey J, she just works out because she wants to. She does not have a, she could probably eat anything she wants. Yeah. She's tiny as a minute, so anyway, but she considers herself sporty.
0: Sporty. Ah, so she likes to. A sporty body type?
1: She likes to do, you know, workout. We, I think we cut Is it. Is she a CrossFit person? No, she's not a CrossFit person. No.
0: That's another They're, type. They're flipping tires and shit. Well, I've
1: got the tire out. The,
0: yeah, he's got some. I got the Atlas kit.
1: stones that I made. Have you ever oh, seen yeah. those pictures? <laughs> uh, I couldn't do them right now. I'm out of shape for that. But I like, I like the idea of CrossFit. Yeah. It's the cult of CrossFit. Yeah, I'm not big on. What the cracks actual, me
0: up is it's basically exercises people would do if they had a manual job. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's 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 I've become so suburban and so elitist almost that you poor fuckers that are out digging ditches all day, I'm gonna pay. To yeah. simulate. Pay a lot.
2: You could just go home and mow your own lawn.
0: Yeah, I'm right. going to pay to simulate uh, digging ditches and changing tires all day long and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know.
1: And I haven't done a, a widespread uh, survey of what they cost, but I looked into it when it first came out because I was up in a place where I didn't have a gym at the time. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to pay for it, maybe I will go to this and it was like twice as much as what a gym would cost yeah. and i get that there's this sense of community and all this other stuff but shit i mean okay i have my own gym which is a barn and i have a tire that i asked the how the uh he goes the, all rocky for camp- on well, it with a sledgehammer i got the sledgehammer <laughs> <laughs> that I bought, I bought this sledgehammer, it's an awesome sledgehammer, cause it's a cross-peen sledgehammer. I thought you were gonna say it's a cross-fit sledgehammer. No, no, fuck no. <laughs> I was
0: to reach across the table and slap this shit. So I got out this,
1: it's like a, it's has You got like it from a
2: sharper image?
1: Right. Uh, it's, it's my favorite sledgehammer I've ever had, cause it's huge and it's cross-peen. So you know how a, a ball, okay, so a normal sledgehammer has two flat faces. Right. right. And you know a ball-peen hammer, has a flat face and it has a rounded. Right. Pin. Okay. That's the ball. Pin. The ball. And then a cross pin has a wedge.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: So most cross pins you see are like, uh, blacksmith hammers. Uh-huh. And they're usually in the two to maybe five pound range. Right. And this thing's like 12 pounds. It's awesome.
0: Big It's, it's
1: a big thing. But yeah. I got that for the, for the tire. And I got the tire from the county, uh, road department. I saw him had it laying up against one of the buildings, and I stopped and asked him. And they said, "Oh yeah, you can have it." So there you go, got that. Uh, but yeah, Fake Bailey J likes to work out. I think she likes to work out because uh, her gym instructor's kind of hot.
0: Nah. Mm-hmm.
1: Or at least the old one was. Yeah. But I think she had to get a new gym, and there's a guy that wears tights a lot, and mm-hmm. that kind of are they work- see through? No, they're not see through. They're not the nude tights, but they're like bright purple. And that kind of derails her. Uh, yeah, that would, you know, it's kind of, because guys in tights, that's, I'm, even someone as progressive and as LGBT oriented as, uh, fake Bailey J is, that derails her.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: All right. We got a second email from the Crandy Man. Crandy Man. Jay Cranfill himself. And I think this first time he sent it, uh. I marked it as spam, so it disappeared, so he had to send it again. So, here we go. This is a long one, so here we are. Hello, friends. Fascinated by the local gym talk in Episode 9 and what people wear to the gym, how they conduct themselves, and any gaseous activities they try to pull off and hide from. At my gym, we have a homeless guy who keeps a monthly membership and actually does go there to work out, but also uses the place for an occasional shower and generally will just hang out for hours at a time. He works out just enough so they won't kick him out.
2: We've got one of those too. And We've got I mean, a guy that's it's you can tell he's homeless and he he comes in with a you know plastic bag, right? Uh, with his change of you know a shirt or socks or whatever, uh, and works out every now and then, but uses the locker room you know to shower and that kind of. thing. And
1: I've read about that for people that were either like uh, had chosen to live in their van to save mm-hmm. money. They would have a gym membership where that's where they yeah. do their their business, right? And then they would just like save money by living in a, you know, kind of a converted van.
2: Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah.
1: a bad idea if you're going that route. We also have a guy with what I perceive as a slight mental illness who works out several days a week in his cutoff shorts and talks to himself. Is this heavy? <laughs> I, added, I added that part. No, that's not it. <laughs> I have discovered that he also likes to use the darkened room design for yoga or Pilate classes for a nice nap every now and then. That could be <laughs> me. Oh, that's awesome. That's like a nap. Should we be praying for these individuals or are they the real geniuses that we should be learning from Jay? I think we need to be both. Yeah. Obviously, pray for everybody.
2: There you go. But they yeah. also have some of this figured out.
1: They got some things going on. Yeah. And I like, I like people that kind of figure out how to
0: game
2: the system system a little bit, you know, (laughs) like the, uh. And if you've got time for a nap and there's a dark room,
1: sign me up. Yeah. The public and air conditioning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The public nap, I sleep on the plane every damn time I get on. Yeah. Sometimes before the plane takes off, you're out. And part of that's from a fistful of drugs. But, uh, I have no qualms about sleeping on the plane. I'm pretty sure I'm probably snoring and you know around sweat like a pig. I mean, I don't know if it's the amphetamines. I don't know what, but it's just <laughs> um, really sweating a lot, but I will sleep in a heartbeat on the plane now, I'm less likely to be sleeping out in public anywhere else.
0: No, I'm too much of a people watcher people watcher slash aware-of-my-surroundings person yeah. to... I I would never be comfortable enough to yeah. let my guard down. No. It's,
1: but, you know, you used to really see it when you were in college back in the day.
0: Yeah, and even then I couldn't do it. I couldn't I, do it either, But you'd people see people watching.
1: sleep. Well, you'd see them like, I don't want... Somebody's going to come steal my my pocket protector and my,
0: my solar power calculator. $300 chemistry book or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Did I ever tell you about the day that I decided not to be a chemistry minor?
0: No. So I had uh,
1: taken uh, some heavy sciences, and I'd been taking organic and done really well, really enjoyed it, ended up only having two people in the last organic class mm. at the end. and it Tends to happen with It that does one. filter out in a smaller school, and our final, the professor who had openly talked about being courted by the Hell's Angels to cook back in the '70s, <laughs> put us. Uh, he wanted us to synthesize meth in 13 steps or less, starting from you know whatever he gave us. And so we did it, you know, like ha ha. You know, this is before Breaking Bad and stuff. So I thought, I got this shit. I'll just go ahead and get a chemistry minor on top of this other stuff I'm doing. And so I signed up for PChem, physical chemistry. And, uh, that fall I had gone to go buy my books and I went to the bookstore and the P. Kim book was about five inches thick. Oh, fuck. And it did not have a single picture in it at all. Wow. <laughs> and I, it's hardcore. It in, And it was like 300 bucks and I put the book back down and I walked over to the registrar's and dropped P. With Kim. Drew from that class. And I never took another chemistry class yeah. again.
2: That was that, a defining moment.
1: That was a, this is a shit or get off the pot moment, and I hopped off and never looked back.
0: Kim, I, man, I, even with all my science classes. All the science, you don't understand? I, I had to. It's uh, just a job, <laughs> five days a week? The, uh, I had a limited amount of chemistry I had to take and I hated it, I'm, yeah, ugh. It's, I don't. Much I math. liked chemistry. I loved organic because it didn't have math.
1: It was just, you have to know how this works and how this binds together yeah. and all that stuff. It was more visual, and that's more how my mind works. And I don't do well with math. I can do it, but yeah, I don't I'm... like it. And P. Kim was going to be all math. Yeah. yeah. And, and I didn't want to do that. It, I don't think it would have helped me be a spy, so... Yeah. It, it worked out okay.
0: I mean, because they prov- they provide you with the cyanide pills and yeah, stuff, don't yeah, they? All it's that not stuff. like you it, have to make that comes stuff. in a
1: special kit that fits in my boot heel.
0: Gotcha. Right.
1: Okay. I'm the only person that wears boots where I'm at, as you can <laughs> <I> imagine. imagine. <laughs> and it makes a distinctive sound as I walk yeah. down the hall.
0: So that's your everyday footwear?
1: That's my everyday footwear. Okay. I wear black boots to work. Yeah. And then I wear brown boots at home. Gotcha. It makes it a distinctive thing, and because I usually walk like I'm pissed off up mm-hmm. and down the halls, they can all hear me, so they know when I'm coming. It's right. very
2: walking tall.
1: Now, well, yeah. Now, what's funny? That's it, not good for a spy, though. Well, well. well now your. This, well, this is not when I'm out in the field. Oh, okay. No, this is this, this is when job, I'm, you're you at know, the agency. This is when I'm dealing with the peoples. Gotcha. Um, with the brass. Forgot y'all derailed me. Walking you got, like you're pissed off. Walking like a pissed. Off. Oh. So people oftentimes talk to me a lot on the phone before they ever see me. Mm-hmm. So like if I go to a new client, somebody's talked to me at length and I met up with a team that had dealt with me a lot over the phone and they had their image that I was going to be six one, looked like the Marlboro man, swaggering cowboy, swaggering cowboy. They hear the boots coming. I turn the corner, five foot six. Of Napoleon Complex.
0: (laughs) Not impressed. (laughs) Kind of like on Blazing Saddles, the sheriff is near. Yes. (laughs) Except without the expletive.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, they were... uh, We extend our hearty hands
0: (laughs) and laurels.
1: A laurel and hearty handshake. Yeah, laurel and and hearty hearty handshake. That goes back to, again, we watched the cleaned-up version first of that. Yeah. And then later on, you I saw was shocked. Shocked original. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. And now, our kids, there's no cleaned up version for them at every No. Zoo. no. So it's taking a dive straight into the deep end of that pool someday. Yeah. And I feel this,
2: like we also have to go more out of our way now because it just, it doesn't just happen naturally as much as it did when we were younger for kids to be exposed to, like, uh, just popular music. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, to where, like, I mean, we listened to whatever our parents were listening to. That's what we heard. You know, it wasn't like we didn't get the choice of, like, well, I want to listen to my radio station Uh, or I'm going to have my, you know, iPod or whatever and listen to my stuff. Like, we got exposed to music through whatever early on, whatever our parents liked or our family members liked. That's what we heard.
1: And my kids, uh, yeah, my kids, they when they were little, yeah. They liked stuff that I would make them listen to, but now it's yeah. it's fuck you, Dad. I mean that's not what they're saying, but it's what they're thinking. Yeah. And I don't know how to get past that. You know, and my boys take guitar lessons. Oh do they? And they the oldest did. The oldest yeah, he, he, you know, I can only strum chords. I'm not yeah. a guitar player. He's sitting there you
0: know, violently
1: strum chords. Violent. Yeah. Ever so violently. I mean, spastically.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a very, it's not a subtle style.
2: <laughs> well, uh, my oldest takes, she takes guitar and she's getting pretty good. Uh, and of course my youngest has a, you know, basically a toy guitar right. that she likes to strum. And I have to say that one of my prouder moments as a dad the other day was watching my youngest walk down the hall with her little toy pink guitar. Strumming and singing a Beatles song. Hey, that's pretty good.
1: Pretty and good. I thought,
2: at least for now, yeah, she's right. hanging in there.
1: I I try to show you know them. Oh, you know, you know these chords. Here's this song
0: that's you pretty know, cool. Three chords, you can play any John Prine song. The, there that's about is. right.
1: And you know, but they just don't, you know. Yeah. But
0: then again, now
1: I know that we have a different take because music was so important to us throughout our lives mm-hmm. to this day i don't know that they have that sense
0: yeah as they get older they'll develop maybe because
1: i think i've talked about it before mrs Blanc is a uh a radio girl you know she yeah. listens to the radio she knows the songs on the radio but she never bought a lot of albums oh uh, yeah you know whereas we had brand loyalty yeah the new Neil Young's al- albums coming out. Let's get that.
0: Yeah, Brian. New, Tom new Tom Petty. Petty. Got
1: to get that. And we would buy all those albums. Yep. And she probably only bought maybe ten or twelve albums, probably her whole life.
0: Was she into the singles when that became popular? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably some of that. Yeah, I never got that. But
1: mostly she just listened to whatever was on the radio. Huh. And like, if we get into something that's trivia minded. I kind of know what she knows and what she doesn't know. Oh. So, well, and you played Trivial Pursuit with her. Yeah. So I know what she knows. Now, she can trick me. She can figure shit out. Yeah. But, like, if we used to play that taboo game, Mm -hmm. not the porn, the board game. Right. And uh, if we were on the same team, we were deadly. Yes. Because if the, the question was Beatles... I would know whatever Beatles stuff I said to her, she wouldn't get. Right. So I'd say, The monkeys. She right. went, Beatles! You know, they yeah. yeah. would just... Yeah. In sync. So I think the kids are kind of like her. They... And I think kids today in general are probably like her. They listen to whatever's on the radio. Yeah. They know all these songs. They're going around singing them all. But, you know, I don't... My kids have never bought any music.
0: Yeah. My oldest one does. She's- yeah. She's into music. She, uh, I mean, it's, of course she's 11, so it's crappy pop stuff. It's all Swedish uh, death and, uh, metal. Yeah. and uh, Like, I am, uh, I guess in November, I will attend my first ever pop concert. Oh, boy. Who? Adele. I don't mm. consider that pop. No. Is that not pop? No. What
1: is no,
2: that? No, you're getting... You're getting out pretty easy considering yeah, that that's, pop. I mean, that's, Adele's,
1: Adele's solid. Yeah. yeah, she's good. I like
0: some that, of the songs that I've heard. That's
1: okay. You know. I I consider she's pop. more
2: soul than pop to me. Yeah,
1: I, I, pop would be like if you had to go see Bruno Mars or something. One Direction or some shit yeah. like that.
2: If you were going to see Katy Perry, yeah, which
0: the up tops, the up tops, yeah. The uh, so anyway, yes, yeah, she's into that, and she's my youngest one. This who is seven. She's a big uh, Soul Hat fan, right? Uh, yeah. Somehow, just this week, Justin Bieber has popped on her radar. Yeah. And evidently, he has a song called "You Smile, I Smile," which she calls. First of all, she calls him Justin Beaver. Uh, well, she's not the first. <laughs> and uh, she's way ahead of her. That would I, be my porn name. I smile, you smile. She calls it I smell, you smell. I like the way she's, uh, taking this. So she's the next weird owl. I'm sure next week she'll be into something else, but for right now, Justin Beaver, Justin Beaver is, uh, is on her radar. So
2: that, that is, and I think we talked about this once before, but that's something that died out with our generation that is the. The greatness of the record
0: store. Uh, that, yes.
2: I mean, there's still a few vintage record stores, yeah. but that, like, it's not this, the
1: same.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, mean the, I would the spend music store. Hours in the music store.
1: Well, sometimes it was the only way, especially for the music we listen to, it was the only way you knew
0: something new was there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, uh, or to find, you know, like if you're wanting Tom Petty's Damn the torpedoes, which came out in what seventy six, mm, late seventies, yeah. You know, which now you download it, right? But you would go to which we had a limited true music stores mm-hmm. in our vicinity. Well, were there two in the mall over there? Yeah, just there one. There were two, and uh, yeah. they might have it on the shelf. They might not have it on the shelf, right? They, and, and that was a, and that was you were already
1: thirty miles away, yeah. Know? So and, uh,
0: this is your you know, chance. You knew for damn sure you weren't going to find it at Walmart.
1: Yeah, and if you didn't, if you didn't find what you were looking for, you were faced with that choice of: Do I keep the money? Yeah, because I may not be over here for a while.
0: Yeah, or do I go ahead and get something today? Do I find? Do I branch out and find something else? Right. Well, That was that's part, part how of the fun. Actually, of it. That's actually how I bought my first Cowboy Junkies. uh tape, cassette tape, yes was uh, over at the mall, and I was wanting, I can't remember what it was, but I, they didn't, that wasn't in, and so I'm looking around, I don't even know what album it was, but it had a cool cover. Right, and how important was cover art? Oh, cover art was a big, big, time. big and actually, so I, that's how I bought my first Cowboy Junkies in probably eighth grade, and uh, actually me and my oldest had this conversation Thursday night, coming back from volleyball practice. How did you do at volleyball practice? I, I got spiked on a couple of times. Could, you weren't
1: How's
2: digging your deep enough. Serve?
0: My jump serve is solid. How do you look in those tiny shorts? I have to. Uh, there's a lot of adjusting. Um, how far above
2: the net is your head when you're spiking it?
0: The uh not. not it's mainly just arms.
1: So we've all got daughters. Yeah. And we're all of a generally protective nature. Mm-hmm. How disturbing are the volleyball shorts to you?
0: I just don't understand. At the, at the age she is right now, not yet. It's that next grade up when they get in middle school. Because next year she'll be in middle school. And that's right. when the, the shorts start. And, and she's pretty modest. She's right. like more like her mom on that as far as like.
1: Not unlike you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I just, just
0: let it all hang out. But uh
1: cuz we have a we have somebody that's a couple years older than us that we know that we grew up with whose daughters were big into volleyball. Mhm. And I ended up just uh hiding her stuff on <laughs> Facebook cuz I was tired of being inundated with pictures of these
0: young ladies, Six, 15, 16 year sixteen-year-old girls, in those short, short in those shorts. And those short shorts, I, yeah, you it's, know, it's that's kinda just disturbing. weird. It's yeah, kind of disturbing. And
1: I don't understand, like you said, why they have to be that short. That short.
2: Yeah, I mean, there, I, I'm assuming that there's a reason. And it's not just tradition, but I, I don't know uh, if it's a comfort issue. I, I don't know, but I don't,
0: it's it, it seems odd. If you're volleyball-playing girl out there, let us hear from you. Yeah, on that and. If you want to, uh,
1: do a beach volleyball and you're adults, I'm okay with
0: that. Yes. Yes. But I just don't want to see. No. But anyway, going back to album covers. Okay. And, uh, anyway, I had on, I was listening to Centromatic. Okay. And, uh. The great Centromatic. Mm-hmm. She, uh, uh, All the Talkers, I think was the song. Uh, Off Candidate Waltz, I believe is what that's on. And I asked her, I said, which I love that song, and I, I asked her, I said, uh, I said, do you know if this, which well, she's heard it many times, you know, I said, do you know what this is about? She's like, no, I said, do you, so I got in this conversation with her, I said, you know, do you listen to lyrics or do you just listen to the beat? What are you listening to? She's like, I listen to the lyrics some. I was like, that's what I always like to do is, you know, listen to the lyrics, try to figure out what they're talking about. So we started the song over. And, uh, we're going through it. Well, then I get to talking to her, or get to telling her how, uh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, and you'd buy cassette tapes, uh, you know, the big thing was the liner notes. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you pop that dude out, and all the well-produced music back then, you would have the song lyrics mm-hmm. in the liner notes. And she was kind of looking at me like, or first thing she said was, why didn't you just look them up? <laughs> I said, because there was no internet. You couldn't just look up what the lyrics were. Al they Gore
1: had not invented it yet.
0: They yeah.
2: had no, uh, they just have no frame of reference for what growing up without the it's internet no. is like.
0: And, uh, I said, so, you know, in some songs, sometimes it's hard to understand what they're talking about. If you didn't have the liner notes, you might oh, not yeah. have the lyrics right, right, you know? And, uh, so then we talked, and she's like, oh, that's cool. And, uh, she's like, did CDs have that? And I said, the, the well-produced CDs did, but then as it became cheaper to produce CDs, then you just got these right. quick throw out, you mm-hmm. know, CDs. Wasn't a lot of production involved in So do you
1: remember how, uh, MCA was real bad? Talk, speaking about Dan the Torpedoes, you would have the cover mm-hmm. would have the cover of the album, the original album. You'd have no real liner notes. Yes. And even the back cover would not even have been the back cover of the album. It would just be whatever the generic shade
0: was Mm -hmm.
1: with the list of the tracks.
0: Yeah. And wasn't MCA also the one that would just do the cheap-ass, just one thickness liner note? that It wouldn't even be a fold thing sometimes. It would just be a... And like on compilations, they would do that, I know. Well, they did it on a lot of the reissues
1: of the old albums that we know had...
0: Yeah. Stuff to them. Good stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, We I had this discussion with a guy up there in Philly that's a big... Actually, he's a DJ on his spare time, and he's a big hits like a guy. a club DJ? More like or a, a, a party DJ. Okay, you know? gotcha. And uh, so he plays lots of weddings and stuff like that, and he's big into uh, soul and R&B mm-hmm. stuff, and so he's always giving me shit about everything I listen to. as wash tubs and things you know. like <laughs> that. And uh, uh banjos, and but we were talking about how great the album art was, and how that was a big deal, and how the liner notes were so important, how you and I used to go through, and we would read the thanks, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and see who oh yeah, they had
0: this guy, and you know that was a big deal it was a you real know,
1: special thing back the too. curtain kind of yeah.
0: experience, well like you'd be reading on. I can't even think of one off the top of my head, but you're reading and just reading who the musicians were that played on certain songs yeah. and you'd see Ben Tench, And you'd be like, Oh, from the Heartbreakers. I didn't know there was a connection there. Right. And then you'd see, you know, some of these other uh Or you
1: might if you saw somebody on somebody that played on your favorite, that might lead you the next time yeah, you at the record exactly. store to go yeah. branch out there. I wanted to talk about radio talk.
0: Let's do it. So um
1: he got me to thinking, we lived close enough to Dallas that Dallas stations were our general station. Right. And I don't know about y'all, but I was a K-Zoo and a Q-102 listener.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, K-Zoo started to go downhill, so it became mostly K- Q-102. Yeah, I did Q-102. And that was album rock. Yeah. So if... Stevens and Pruitt. Yep. And Redbeard and, uh, Bowen Jim and all mm-hmm. that stuff. If you had Tom Petty had a new album, that's what they played. Mm-hmm. They'd still play quote unquote classic rock, although I don't think they called it that at the No. But you would get new tracks. Yeah. So we heard a variety of things there. But it generally wasn't very hard. If you wanted hard, our age,
0: Z Rock. Yeah. Z Rock. Actually, Probably the age that you're talking about listening to The Zoo and Q102, I was Q102 and The Eagle. Yeah, the Eagle. Yeah, The Eagle Eagle. too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And between those three. And there was
0: Kiss FM.
1: Yeah. They came, they were brand new. They were later.
0: new. Yeah, that was later in
1: KZPS. KZPS not until KZOO was gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Eagle and Q102 were the ones I listened to all the time.
1: I liked Keizu because it was a little bit older. Yeah.
2: They had the best decals.
1: Yes. Yes. Still Everybody do. wanted one of those on and their still, notebooks. People still, I think people still sell those and sell shirts and stuff talking yeah. about your t-shirt yeah. for WC, uh, championship wrestling. That, I think you can still get Keizu stuff and that was great. That
2: logo was awesome. That, that was a great station with
1: the, uh, I remember when uh, the Edge, when it was really the Edge, mm-hmm. first came on, mm-hmm. and they were playing super alternative stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean it like was off the wall. Echo
1: and the Bunny Men, and really, and when
0: was that? Probably eighty. About eighty-eight, eighty-seven, eighty-eight. 88. Yeah. So I'm thinking it was junior high. They started age. having yeah. an
2: Edge Fest and all that, and that was
1: really truly it was all college radio type stuff at the time, pre-grunge.
0: Yeah, so. Uh, it was Who way
2: was? progressive for the 903.
0: Yes, yes. Very. The, I mean, yeah, you'd hear like Cure. Sex Pistols. And, yes, The and, Cure
1: and uh, maybe some Cult. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe the Cult off the first or second album because then Love Removal Machine
0: probably was getting some maybe on Q102. Yeah. Who used to host, was it Q102 that hosted te- Texas Jam? That was the zoo, I thought. Because they kept. Because they had that. Damn, where's Reiner when you need him? Because they, I was thinking they kept having Texas Jam after the zoo went. kaput. Yeah, I, I maybe you're I right. I
2: think that's right too. I, I don't know who was hosting it at that point, but I think it.
0: And we never got to go to Texas It was Jam. on no. after, the or it zoo. might have been one of those. I just kind of assumed, and that it was a radio station that put it on. It might not have been. It might have just been promoted. promoters that put it on and whatever radio station you know bought right uh, you know could
1: have been i don't know
0: we'll was to the main sponsor that, that
2: documentary about texas jam is supposed to be really good yeah I, had I didn't not know there seen was that. one yeah mm-hmm. i think it's just
1: online right so texas yeah i think so so texas jam for those of y'all not familiar was at the cotton bowl in the summer hot as hell and they would have you know
0: all great it was, bands it was before lollapalooza it was before any of that kind of stuff, and it would be an all-day,
2: big name Van yeah. Halen,
0: Ozzy,
1: Aerosmith,
0: ZZ Top, yeah, just big, really big rock names, yeah, and guys who played arenas at their regular shows, right,
1: headlining arenas themselves, yeah,
0: coming to these arena these rock, you know, shows would all come together for the Texas Jam. Yeah, and we just missed that by the cut. And I can remember, you know. You'd always hear about, you know, so and so's older brothers going yeah, to his jam yeah. and stuff. And you'd see the video footage on it. Cause it'd make the at, news. Oh yeah. At, at 10 o'clock news, it'd be showing video footage from it. Cause like you were saying, it was in the summer. It was hotter than shit. And, uh, you know, the fire department right. would be mm-hmm. out there with, you know, just spraying water on the crowd trying to kill I mean, cause they would have people die. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, from heat related, he, he not from violence. Yeah. But or it sounded
2: like the coolest thing possible. Oh to yeah, to, yeah, like to the he, young kids, to the old yeah, kids. You got to was, go to Texas Jam.
0: To the old, to the parents, it was like, you know, this
1: is the worst thing
0: ever. Yeah, we gotta stop this. This is hell, you know. Yeah, I can
1: imagine. So cut off shorts, cut yeah. off jean shorts, uh tube black concert tees, and tube tops. Yeah. And those jersey shirts that had, like, the white
0: three-quarter sleeve. Uh
1: Yeah, that – we missed it. Now, I don't want to get into it tonight because I think we could do a whole episode, Farm Aid 92. Oh. And if you go on YouTube – The boots. Yes, the boots. If you go on YouTube, there's a lot of footage from Is there really? Yes. And I think we need to do some research. Do you remember
0: what song – New Young played. He played three. I think,
1: I think he played Old Man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the other two. played
0: Old Man. He played King. Yeah. And... Heavy Thinking is the best audio. Go, yeah. Um, Heart of Gold. Heart of
1: Gold. Okay, yeah.
0: But Steve Earle. You remember what Steve, Steve Earle Earl played? Steve Earle
1: came out played... I, okay, we're not going to do a whole thing because I want to talk about right. it in detail. Steve Earle came out and played Copperhead Road, Coked up out of his
0: mind. Out of his mind.
1: By himself, with a mandolin, nobody else. Ran through it as fast as possible. Killed it.
0: Yeah. But great fully song. coked. Oh. So skinny, skinny Steve Earle.
1: <laughs>
2: Skinny coked
1: up Steve Oh, it was Steve Earle. great. You
0: know, it was fantastic. He played Guitar Town, too, didn't he? No. He
1: came out and did Copperhead Road. That was it? And that's all I
0: remember. Wow.
1: Because it stuck out the... Here, because we loved him. Yeah. Because they played that on Q102. Yeah. And came out and just railed through it. Yeah. Literally railed through it. Try.
0: And uh, yeah. And you remember the guy? Well, we can't. Okay. We'll,
1: we're we're gonna do a whole episode because okay. I want us to go and watch some. And we'll okay. make notes, and I want to go through it from the trip to
0: the end. All right.
1: Because
2: the if, show itself is great enough. The fact that you guys were there is another. And it, how yeah.
1: weird it got. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because I've heard some of the stories. I don't know if I've the, uh, heard them all. They don't. Do they still have those?
1: Uh, they were still having them, but I don't know if they uh, still yeah. do or
0: not. I don't know. Um, have y'all heard of the? They've talked about it on the tickets some, um, and I don't know if it's a full. I don't know if it's a concrete thing yet or not. Yeah, it's a real about. Dylan. Yep. Oh Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Desert Trip. It's real. McCartney. Yeah. I mean, it, Cause I I know,
2: I know some people that've got
1: tickets. I saw an advertisement for the movie at the, I went to the movies last week too. It's awful. Uh, we went and saw the Jungle Book movie and it, they had the advertisement on the Jungle, jungle
2: Book. Book. I heard that was good. It's all right. I mean, okay. it's the Jungle.
1: It's, it's literally the Jungle Book except with CGI. Okay. So it's okay. All right. It wasn't awful.
0: Where's this concert going to be? It's going to be out where they have Coachella. Fucking Indio, California,
1: out in the fucking desert. Ugh, fucking... Okay. Indio's a shit town. So, I spent a lot of time out there. So, Palm Desert and Palm Springs are hoity-toity, fancy places. Uh-huh. 20 minutes away is Indio, which is a, the
0: desert's asshole. The desert's asshole.
1: And that's where Coachella is. And okay. it's going to be at the same place. And, yeah, I mean... It's sold out quick. Yeah,
0: and that's it. That's the only place they're doing it. Yeah, it's, yeah.
2: it's just one. It's it's just a one time
1: thing. It's going
0: to be Dylan, Dylan and the Stones, In the Stones, McCartney, Neil Young. Yeah, and who, who and who, and, who well, and, what, Roger Waters, and Roger Waters, Roger Waters. Roger Waters. See, I would heard somewhere that they drug up who's the other dude from Grateful Dead. Uh, what Bob Weir? Yeah, no.
1: No, I mean he might. I hadn't heard he be involved in he something. About. That. I haven't seen, it, but just the, just the six headliners
0: okay. are all I've heard about. Man, could you imagine that?
1: It's going to be so many rich people and old yeah. people. And it's it's not going to be because the tickets are going to be insane.
0: Yeah, the tickets were
2: expensive. I'm trying to remember how much because a friend of mine, a couple, they they just bought tickets.
1: Yeah, and well. that's the thing. You know, I mean, you don't want to go by yourself. Yeah. When
2: you got to fly out to California, You've got to fly
1: out there. You got to find a some car. place to stay. Yeah. Rent a car. Uh, now where is? I think their th-
2: tickets were like. I'm trying to remember. I mean, because they they were on the site and bought. They're not secondhand. They right. bought them from the. And I, I think they were about a thousand dollars or so. Yeah, that's like what, $1, what $1, I. Hundred bucks or something like that.
0: Where is? Uh, you talked about that's where they have Coachella. Where do they have Burning Man? Burning Man is out
1: Is at Joshua Tree. No, Burning Man's out somewhere else. Uh, no, it's not
0: Joshua Tree. It's in California. It's Joshua Tree's not, Arizona, is not
1: is it? Joshua Tree's not far, relatively, from Palm Springs. Okay, I've been out to Joshua Tree. Yeah, that's where those pictures
0: were. Right, right.
1: Um, in my wanderings somewhere out the there desert. in the desert. It's somewhere, there. but it's not there. It's further Speaking north. Speaking
0: of concerts and stuff, I we have not sat down since you did this. Oh yeah, how was Springsteen concert?
2: Oh, it was great. I mean, it was, it was
0: everything a, you'd hoped for. Everything
2: that I'd hoped for. It was my first time to see him. Uh, it was everything that I the expected. Sound, sound was amazing.
0: And it was at, it was that the AC? Wow, and the sound was good. Huh? Sound was good. Three um, hours.
2: Three hours. Just him. Yeah, straight through. No he doesn't oak- do openers oh, ever. Really? Okay. That's and a, that's,
1: a, I think that's the biggest thing that's impressive to me is that. You get, if anybody's, you get your money's worth with him. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And the, I mean, the thing that, you know, and of course it's one of their calling cards with their, the E Street band is that, I mean, that band sounds amazing. They're tight. I mean, they're all really good. They're tight the together. still with them? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And he was really into it, Bruce. I mean, and they played, you know, this is one where they played the whole river, and then nice. he plays about 10, you know, greatest hit compilation songs wow. after that. And, uh, and then he mixes in, you know, some covers. Yeah. And it was, but uh, what amazed me was that, I mean, there were maybe one, one or two times even that he stopped to like even get a drink of water or something. Wow. And they, you know, they don't take bathroom breaks. They don't stop. There's no, I mean, it's three, three hour. It was about, trying to remember i think it was about three hours and 20 minutes or so damn and it was just non-stop and i mean it you know which i love the river it was great you know playing that straight through and then but unlike a lot of other shows too like it just then it just kind of builds and builds and builds from there because then he's playing songs that everybody knows Right, right You know, and he's playing covers in a cool way uh and he did shout you know the old shout uh
0: and uh let it all out. These are the things. No, not tears, no, for, not fears. tears for fears. That would have been a real <laughs> be
2: cool. curveball. But, yeah, it was it was fantastic.
1: Well, that sounds awesome. Cool. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening, and we will do more concert talk, because we've certainly got more stories about that. Uh, email us at canyouhearmepod at com or tweet us, and we will get back to you soon.
2: Adios. Bye.
1: Q102, Texas, best rock, commercial-free, and it goes like that. From the Kinks, the Destroyer. Continuous history of rock and roll goes like that every Monday morning and Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning. Every morning during the week, 9 o'clock this week, they're dwelling and delving into the Los Angeles bands, bands that come out of L.A.
2: More than one band agreed it was the hard rock of summer. It's an event. It's like a Woodstock situation. I was there at Texas Jam number nine. I survived it and I enjoyed it. It's a big party.
1: And world class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.